to this week's episode of the Ramblin' Reynolds Podcast, hosted by Jesse Reynolds, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Jillian Winters. Hello. Um, first, I want to address the issue at hand of me not, or us, not doing the podcast. You could blame me entirely. I do. Um, because I... Um, I don't know, last week I was trying to switch from uh, working the night shift to going to a day shift, which I will be for the foreseeable future. Yay! At least, as long, I mean, that's what my boss said. Um, But, um, well... Oh, he actually said that? Yeah, he said uh, he's trying to give people what they want, so that was nice. That is awesome. I knew that it was at least through February and March, but I was curious if you were going to go back to nights after. So, hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully not. Um, But, um, anyways, um, so, get to be uh, a normal person again so that'll be great um also um I uh another thing kind of happened to me that's I guess biggish news um so the last week uh before yeah so last week I wrecked my car and I ran into the back of uh some teenage girl, I guess. I don't know. And, um, uh, she, like, anyways, that doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> it was like, I, like, I really tried with all my might to step at a car, but I guess I wasn't paying attention for a second. I looked at my phone. It was like, I had my phone on this little cradle inside my car on the AC vent and I briefly looked at it and once I looked up like I was like oh shit I stopped and she said she had to stop super suddenly yeah yeah she she didn't yeah so like maybe she like cut in real fast too and then stopped for all I know because I didn't really remember before then like somebody being in front of me but who, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Obviously, I was at fault still. Um, I don't think uh, that person filed an insurance claim. Not that that even matters. But, um, well, it does matter for yeah. insurance purposes. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, hopefully they don't. I mean, because I don't want my insurance to go up. That's pretty selfish, but... No, I'm waiting for the day all the accidents drop off my insurance, which I had the same. I think the last, no, the last accident I had was definitely my fault. But the one before that was definitely the same thing where someone was going. We were turning left. There was a left turn signal. They were going. I looked at my phone for a second and they had like stopped. For mm. apparently no reason. I still don't know why they stopped. They just, like, slammed on their brakes when we had just started moving. So I hit her going under 20 miles an hour. 
But she claimed that I basically broke her back. So mm. that was fun. Yeah, I mean, I might have been, I was probably going faster. Um, or I don't know. Maybe like, I mean, I guess I was, but I, I was like nearly stopped by the time I hit her because her car, like that car, there was like no damage. So, I mean, it just, I mean, I guess her car kind of stopped me, obviously, but I just, I mean, like, for there to be no damage, I mean, I was nearly stopped. Yeah, but then your car was... Yeah, it folded up pretty good. Basically Um, totaled. I mean, it probably, I think if I had actually done an entrance clam, they probably would have totaled it, I imagine. Yeah, it was... Like, according to the estimate, it was what, like... $5,800 in damage, yeah, I guess. Yeah, like, said. worth 6000 so you would have been yeah. 200 but yeah. And then, um, when I took it, so I had... So I got a new car. I was able to sell my car that was damaged to CarMax for 1200 which is... I was going to take it because, I mean... I mean, I was, it would have been like a, a, like, it would have been kind of risky trying to sell it to whomever on the street. And it would have been a lot of work. Yeah, it would have been like, we would have had to wait a long time. Like, I think I wrecked my car that Thursday, right? When like that Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, something like that. And then Saturday... That Saturday, so last Saturday, I went and sold it to CarMax for twelve hundred, and then that same day I walked away with another car. So drove away with another car. So I mean, <clears throat> granted, I had a lot of money saved, so that same situation wouldn't work as well for someone else. But um, so I'm only. In a if people are worried, I'm only like $10,000 in debt for this new car. That's a 2019 Ford Fusion. It yes, only I, had... I love having our financial <laughs> information out there, Jesse. That's great. Okay. Although it's not, we have, Jesse and I have separate bank accounts, so it's technically not my financial information. Yeah. Well, anyways, I don't have all my financial information. Anyways. Want to well, drop your social security right. number while we're at it? All right. Anyways. I'm not too far in debt that it's out of hand, unmanageable. We'll just say that, even though I said... The car is so nice. It's a 2019 Ford Fusion Hybrid, and it's only got like 37,000 miles. So, I mean, there was plenty of cars that I could have got, but they had like high miles, and it would have been a lot cheaper, but I, I don't... I'm done playing the game of risking it with cars that high miles like 90 80,000 miles so we also there were other cars that were low miles that cost less but um we also considered since jesse drives a lot how the passenger side felt and uh, this was definitely the most comfortable one because for some reason the nissan that jesse had before was super like it was it was a really good car it didn't have 
I mean, it was ridiculous that it had manual locks and windows and stuff like that in this day and age. But it was a good, spacious car that was reliable. But the seat was really low to the ground, um, and you couldn't raise it up. You could only move forward or backwards. And so I, being very short, couldn't see over the dash that well, and it somehow just made me, I don't know, I would just get kind of queasy, kind of not like actually car sick, but get a little touch of motion sickness in that car easier. So we got one where we can raise the seat so I can actually see over the dash, which is really exciting. <clears throat> but anyways, um, if anyone was worried, I'm not, I wasn't hurt at all in the uh, accident. Perfectly fine. Just a bit of a bummer, but... I will go ahead and take people's sympathy, though, because I showed up to CarMax to pick Jesse up after selling his car in my Jam Jams with no bra, thinking that I was just grabbing him and we were going home. But Hmm. then we were like, well, maybe we should just test drive that car you saw. It was a Ford... Not a Ford Escort. Focus. Ford Focus. Maybe we should just uh, take that car for a drive, see what we think while we're here. We ended up uh, from uh, spending four hours in CarMax. Something like that. In my jammies with no bra, and I hadn't had coffee yet. Oh. It was a very bad day. It was embarrassing, and my head hurt very bad. Well. So feel free to pity me. Jesse's not injured, but my pride was hurt. Hmm. Flopping around, braless. Well. Pity me. The things I do for Jesse. Yeah, well, thanks, babe. Anyways, um, yeah, other than that, um, it went pretty smooth transition to the new vehicle. I like it very much so far. But it seems like it'll be, uh, quite a car. We can fit so many cats in the back seat. Oh, okay. So many. Anyways, um, so to move on from that, um, uh, let's see, um, I guess we'll, I don't know, do you want to, we, do you want to talk about the cats or what do you want to do? Sure. What, which, what, do you want to do kitty corner or what? No, kitty corner is at the end. All right, sorry. All right, take it away, Jill. So, This, today, we're recording Saturday, even though we released Sunday. Jesse's going to be busy tomorrow. Um, We took the cats to the vet. Um, We took Pixie and Lucy. And last time we were there, Lucy, they took her back for her blood work. They're seniors, so they get blood work and urine. They're senior screen every year, which our girls are pretty healthy and they're not super senior, so we probably could not do it every single year. But anyways, last year they took her back to get her blood. She escaped. They tried to catch her. She was loose in the room, and she ended up biting a tech. Um, so I was a little worried about taking them to the vet today, but they ended up doing really, really well. I asked for them to just draw blood in the exam room with us there, and the girls did great. They didn't even flinch. Um And some exciting news, well, it's exciting, but also makes me feel kind of bad. So we had all this extensive testing done on Lucy because she um, basically has chronic diarrhea. We had all this testing done to figure out what was going on. 
because for the longest time, the diagnosis was just stress colitis, and there's really nothing you can do for that. Well, we sent away fecals to all these different places, and um, I thought they came back as everything's normal. Here's some, here's some drug we can try, and you know, just see if it works. Well, no, it turns out, and for some reason, I have a binder full of their medical. I hadn't printed her report from this last fecal, so I need to do that. But it turns out she actually does have a diagnosis. I don't remember what it is. Um, she does have a diagnosis, and that medicine that I thought was just to try it and see if it works is what she needs to be on. So we could have been helping her for months now, and we haven't because we tried the medicine and she would not take it thankfully we're going to try and get it compounded like flavored basically um so maybe she'll take it or eat it with some food because it's already going to taste like fish and then pixie our sweet baby girl who's been so brave and so good lately um but she's still kind of skittish around us even though we've had her four years like if we walk by her while she's eating she runs away like we're going to kick her if she wants to go up the stairs while one of us is standing on the stairs, she runs away like she's she runs super fast, like she's terrified of us. Um, she runs when we open the door, and she just has obsessive compulsive behaviors. Like she carries around her toys all night and screams, and nothing you can do to make her stop. She just needs to move all of her toys from one pile to another. Um, so we're getting her on some little kitty, well, I guess it's human Prozac, technically. But she's going to get on some kitty anxiety meds. So I'm kind of excited to see what happens with her. It's our kitty update. Yeah, well, um, <clears throat> now uh, let's turn the, let's move to, like, uh, current events. Oh, you didn't have anything to add about our beautiful daughters? Um, well, I'm just kind of glad that, um... Well, I'm glad that, um, I mean, Pixie seemed to be well as far as besides the anxiety stuff in the, uh, in the, uh, appointment. But other than that, like, uh, <clears throat> but, um, <clears throat> that she seemed fine. Oh, I'm so out of it. But, um. Yeah, they both seem, aside from, like, the known issues, they both seem healthy, like, their insides, you know, how the vets, like, grab their insides and try and mush around. Everything feels normal. Their eyes, ears, everything looked good. So they seem pretty healthy. Yeah, so <clears throat> we'll see. Uh, hopefully the meds help uh, Lucy and, uh, you know, the the meds will cure uh, Pixie's anxiety or OCD, whatever's going on. Um all right, so um, hopefully that goes well. Um, as a we 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 share kinship. If the audience didn't know that, you know, Lucy has colitis. I also have <laughs> ulcerative colitis. If no one knew that, um, that's why Lucy loves you so much. <clears throat> granted, I um, it'll be almost seven years since I've been diagnosed, but um. Hopefully, uh, it took a, it was a bit of a battle for a while, um, but, 
now that I'm on the right meds, it seems to work well. I'm doing fine, so. It also helps that you have a wonderful wife who makes meals. So yeah. you don't have to eat fast food all day, every day. That's true. Although we still randomly go through spurts of eating a lot of fast food. Yeah. Anyways, um, well, besides all that, let's uh, current events. do some current events. So um, first things first. Um, I think, uh, not this past week, but the week before that, um, so now that, uh, you know, Jeopardy's being hosted by, um, what's that guy's name? Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings, the most winningest Jeopardy contestant, right? I believe so. Yeah. He might have gotten knocked down by someone else, but it was like, if it's a... Or maybe it's the person who beat him was a real asshole. There was there's something. Yeah, I don't know, but um, Ken Jennings is uh the host of Jeopardy, and um, <clears throat> so uh, there was a question, um, and the contestants didn't know who like, like who's this comedian, and it was Dave Chappelle, and they couldn't figure out who it was. They so. showed a picture of him. Yeah, they showed a picture of him, and. I was like, wait, what? People and it was the $2,000 clue. Like, oh, really? you shouldn't have a picture clue. It's $2,000. That's such an easy clue. Yeah, well, anyways, I'll play the clip here shortly. Love him or hate him, Dave Chappelle is one of the most popular comedians of our time. And pretty recognizable, if you ask me. He's got multiple Emmy Awards to his name. But no one on Wednesday's episode of Jeopardy knew who he was. Funny Business 2000. This comedian displayed his drama chops in A Star is Born, playing Bradley Cooper's longtime friend. That's Dave Chappelle. Uh-uh, can't get talking about that's Dave Chappelle. Like, y'all didn't know that! Okay, fans on Twitter immediately reacted. Many were stunned, as I still am re-watching this. One person wrote, quote, this is re- Okay, well, yeah. So, there you have it. They just, Nerds. they just stared at the picture and couldn't figure it out. If I was there, I would have took that two grand, like immediately. If they all they had to say was this comedian tried their chops in the Star Wars Born. I've seen that movie. Dave Chappelle. I guess you could say uh, if it could have been Andrew Dice Clay, but I think he already been in dramas before them. Ew. Also. It's not like Dave Chappelle looks like anyone else. You know, like, yeah. he's very distinctive looking. Yeah. Plus, it's Dave Chappelle. It's like saying Richard Pryor. I might struggle to recognize a picture of Richard Pryor, even though I've seen, like, so many of his movies. Yeah, I mean... Like, it, out of context, it might be hard. I mean, even if you didn't know the picture, you, you've heard that everyone's heard these names yeah. before. Well, I... So, one thing that I was trying to find out that I couldn't see is, like, who the contestants were, like, because um, I didn't watch the actual show. Um, mm. But, I mean, if it's, like, 70-year-old people, like, they're not watching the Dave Chappelle show... Like, they didn't grow up knowing Chappelle's face the way we did. Yeah, but that guy looked young. Yeah, the one guy that they showed on the clip looked young, but I'm wondering about the other. Yeah, but... I mean, like, obviously that guy's, like, 
living in a library just thumbing through encyclopedias or something. Winning lots of free money on Jeopardy. Yeah, well. I bet yeah, he can yeah. pay for his cars in cash. All right. <laughs> I'll just cry on this podcast. <laughs> Episode 50 of 58. Love you. What's your next current event, Jesse? Okay, so um, I guess it was either, I don't know when this happened, but um, recently, I guess it was this week, I imagine. So um, if you guys don't know, um, I enjoy rap music from time to time, if you weren't aware of that from me, by wearing the, um, if anyone of my fans have seen, I have a Notorious B.I.G., Ugly Christmas Sweater. He does, yes. I, I definitely, I'm proud of that. But, um, anyways, um, so this week, I guess it was, um, Lil Uzi Vert got a, uh, $24 million diamond embedded in his forehead. And if anyone's, uh, seen Naruto or Naruto Shippuden. Uh, Lady Tsunade has like a <laughs> thing in her forehead. Oh yeah, her gem. Like a jewel or something. And then I guess uh, Sakura does too eventually. Oh, spoiler alert. Oh, I mean. Uh, okay, well never mind. Um, I'm just kidding. It's been like, I don't know, it's been a while. Anyways, so yeah, I looked up the pic when Jesse told me about this. I was like, oh, well, it's probably just like. Um, a dermal implant, which I really like, and I've wanted to get those, but apparently they're illegal to do here in Louisiana. Like, mm. a, a piercer can't do them because they're considered surgery or something. Oh. Um, basically, it's like a piercing, but the end is under your skin rather than coming out a second hole, if that makes sense. Right. Um, so that's what I pictured. I was like, oh, well, you probably just got, like, a dermal implant of a really expensive diamond in his forehead, but this diamond is huge. Yeah. And it looks so painful. So I'll, I'll play the clip for you guys. Oh, there's a clip? Yeah. Remember how Shirley Bassey sang, Imagine a diamond being forever in your forehead. Rapper Little Uzi Vert showed off his new diamond-encrusted face in this video. Pink Diamond reportedly cost 24 million bucks. Uzi posted, This one stone costs so much, I've been paying for it since 2017. A lot of M's for millions in my face. To which one poster responded, Paid all that money and it's not even centered. <laughs> the rapper says the diamond is between 10 and 11 carats. He bought it from jeweler Elliot Eliante, caters to celebrities. Little Uzi is known for his love of bling and his love of tattoos. Now fans joke he'll be spending all of his money on security for his forehead. There were countless pop culture references. I do as the crystal guides. To stones getting ripped out of faces. This Avengers scene kept getting posted and reposted. Me gracefully removing little Uzi Vert's forehead diamond to pay off my mortgage. Don't let this happen to you, little Uzi. The rapper had.
wanted to suffer for his bling. I just got it pierced, and the swelling. At one point. What? That was a very long clip. Okay, well, sorry. It has, <coughs> I was enjoying the trolling, but um, was that Barbara Walters or whoever that was? What? I thought Barbara Walters was dead, honestly. I don't know who that is. It sounds she like She clearly her. was having fun. Yeah, but she was like trolling. I man. know she was. <laughs> but uh, I was enjoying that, so sorry. <laughs> Jesse had a look of pure joy watching this, not realizing that y'all can't also see what he's seeing. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. There was dialogue there. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, so they showed clips from uh, Rick and Morty where uh, the cartoon that's on Cartoon Network where they had, like, some diamond and uh, I guess it's uh, Morty's head and they just plucked it out and then mm. they showed, like, uh, the Avengers scene. I guess he, like, uh, who's that guy? Thanos? Pulled some kind of diamond on somebody's forehead or something. Some oh, kind of gem. Probably like Vision's forehead. Yeah, I guess. I forgot. I don't know. I don't keep up with those. Yeah, I don't. Not a Marvel bandwagoner. No. So. There's too many. There's too many. Like, how can you possibly keep up with all of the different movies and all the different storylines and all the different characters? It's too much. It yeah, is too much. I'm too invested in anime at this point. So. Yeah. Well, anyways, um, won't bore you with those details, but um, I think it's time for uh, Jill's Kitty Corner. Uh, no, okay. we were we I we still have more uh, current events. Do we? Yeah, we got to talk about my tummy. Oh well, that's not really. Oh, there's one more current event. Um, I forgot to say it. That uh, is not my tummy. That's right. So uh, I don't have a clip pulled up for this one, but I'll just mention it. Uh, Johnson and Johnson's gonna, um, they applied for emergency use of their vaccine for COVID-19. Uh, I don't know what the efficacy is. I think it's like between 60 and 70%, but, um. Oh, that's not very high. Yeah, something like that. It might be higher. I don't know. I didn't look at all this. I, I'm not like, I just read, I briefly read an article, but, um, so hopefully, um, it gets passed. It's only one dose, and you don't have to keep it in, like, a... You don't have to freeze it or keep it, like, you know, like, 32 degrees or whatever it is for... And it lasts a lot longer. Like, um, we were watching some kind of interview, that Yahoo interview thing, whatever y that was. Yeah, um... It yeah, can well, stay in the fridge for up to three months before you give it, where the other ones, I think you have to administer them within, like, weeks of receiving them, maybe. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, that's crazy, but, yeah. um... So, it'll be good for rural areas. We were talking about this with, like, mobile outreach clinics, like, people who can't necessarily get transport to um, a place that has one of the other prescriptions or... If there's just not a place that can keep things cold enough in the area, you know, having something that you can just pop in a fridge is a lot easier. Yeah, so um, we shall see. Hopefully, um, if that happens, I think a lot of people will start getting vaccinated or uh, at least have the, like, I think a better opportunity. Um, it seems like this Johnson & Johnson uh, vaccine, from what I've gathered it seems like they kind of use the same technology 
It's kind of like, I mean, obviously it's not the same as like previous flu vaccines, but like it's not the same thing, but they, it's the same idea, like taking a piece of the COVID-19 virus and that's how they made the vaccine. I think that's what they did for mm-hmm. the Johnson Johnson. Yeah, the I just remember from watching that thing, they said, I don't remember what it was made of, but it's not mrna no it's yeah so it's different technology than the current vaccines we have which are both mrna right the moderna and the pfizer but i mean i'm no doctor yeah i don't follow i haven't kept up with the science of it because i was going to get the vaccination no matter what like i mean it just wasn't a question for me so i didn't bother digging into what mrna mRNA is versus traditional vaccine versus, you know, whatever the new stuff might be because it doesn't super, you know, I wasn't concerned about it. Well, um, anyways, um, besides that, um, let's see. Um, oh, yeah. So uh, Monday, Jill, I'm taking Jill to, uh, what is it, a gastroenterology place? GI place to get a, an endoscopy because uh, she's having uh, what, like acid reflux or something. Yeah, so I am unfortunately, well, this is the theory. I'm having the endoscopy to confirm and then to see how much damage there is to my esophagus and stomach or if there's any ulcers or they're going to take biopsies to see if there's any cancer, that sort of thing. Um, a very small percentage of people who get the gastric sleeve end up developing GERD, which is, I don't remember what it stands for, but it's basically super bad acid reflux that like never goes away. And it's like the next level. It's not just like heartburn where you like take a Tums and like, oh yeah, I get heartburn really easy. So I just take a Tums and I'm fine. Like, no, I have to take a pill. I have to take, uh, 80 milligrams of protonics twice a day and I still just have a constant burning feeling in my throat um <clears throat> my stomach is constantly if it's not in pain then it is at least discomfort is how I would classify it there have been times where I have flare-ups where like it is literally so painful that I can't lay down and I just I start crying and I don't cry from pain really that easy I cry at cats and commercials but not pain um but it's been really bad so we're doing an endoscopy to see just make see what's going on in there um it doesn't look like I have a hernia which I had a hernia repair before so that's good news um but yeah I'm just really hoping that it's not you know cancer or that my esophagus isn't damaged too too much because enough damage and you can definitely you know it, it leads a risk of cancer and such so i'm a little nervous yeah Hope. and it'll be interesting this is so the first time i had an endoscopy done was to diagnose my hernia my hiatal hernia and that was done by my bariatric surgeon this is a different doctor doing this one so i'll get a second opinion but basically if it is caused by just because I had the sleeve, which, like I said, is a side. It can happen. It's very rare, but it happens. Um, the most likely the um, way to fix it would be to convert to a gastric bypass rather than a sleeve. 
So another abdominal surgery, which sucks because that's how my bariatric surgeon suggested fixing my hernia the first time. He said that that was the most for sure way to fix it. But I wasn't ready to convert to a bypass because there can be absorption issues with vitamins. Um, so what we did, basically he pulled my hyenal hernia back below my diaphragm and stitched my stomach in place rather, which is, it's only supposed to hold for a few years basically. So it would be one of those things where like, well, it could hold forever or you might have another hernia soon. And if I'd known that I was going to have all these stomach acid issues, I probably would have had to think more seriously about, I should have done the bypass then basically is the, is the moral of that story. But live and learn. Mm-hmm. Okay. So prayers and good vibes appreciated. Yeah. Hopefully it goes well. Um. So um, <clears throat> you want to do? Well, yeah, that was a little bit heavy. Hopefully. Um, well, it's hopefully scary Joel, and it hurts. Yeah. Hopefully, Jill will pull through, and hopefully, there's no bad news Monday. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not expecting bad news like the cancer thing is just kind of scary that it's a possibility mm-hmm. I, but I, I think in all reality it's probably actually not that possible because I've only had this really bad reflux like two years mm. and it's gotten worse progressively so it's not like I've had horrible burning for two years straight you know um, yeah Okay, well... Well, should we move on to Jill's kitty corner then? Yeah. It's a happy one. Yay! All right, and it's time for... Now, welcome to Jill's kitty corner! So this week in Jill's kitty corner, we're going to talk about Mardi Gras! Oh, I made Jesse flinch. Sorry, listeners. Um, so, as y'all know, Mardi Gras is basically canceled, um, which ruins my life. Whatever, we're not going to talk about that. Um, but usually the shelter that I volunteer for has one of the biggest animal dog parades in Baton Rouge or New Orleans, actually, I think. Um, Crew of Mutts, it's our biggest fundraiser. And um, honestly, it's kind of annoying because I think that's why everyone forgets that we have cats. They're like, oh, Crew of Mutts, then we go to cause for, for dogs. No, you come to cause for cats, too. We have the best cats. Anyways, um, so obviously we can't have the parade this year because COVID and just so many people are trolling the shelter, by the way. Like, oh, giving in to the man, not having a parade, oh, living in fear, blah, 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 all that stuff. Like, no, we literally could not get permits from the city to have the parade, even if we wanted to, which... I don't think our board would because we wouldn't want to have a super spreader event. Anyways, um, I'm not on the board, so I can't speak for them. We're having a virtual parade instead, which is actually really exciting because that means that you send in a video of your animal. So this means that it's going to be more than just dogs this year because no one, yay, because no one just like, puts their cat in a Mardi Gras costume and parades them through streets filled with dogs. So um, we, I was able to film all of our kitties. So they're dressed up for Mardi Gras and they're going to be part of the cause 
crew of Mutt's virtual parade. And I think it airs, I want to say it airs the f- 13th. Oh, okay. Well, um, I have something to say about this crew of Mutt's parade. Okay, do that while I look up when it is going to air. Okay, well, um, I'm, I will say, um, when this thing is actually happening, Cause is a great organization. Let me preface that first. But um, I will say this crew of mutts parade can be truly terrifying, <laughs> with the amount of dogs people show so up. So many dogs. And um, it's like I've seen somebody show up with a mastiff one time. And somebody else's dog snipped at it. And I told Jill, I'm leaving right now. So, sorry. But when I saw that, I was like, nope. Mm-mm. That is a bear, sir. Yeah, there's a lot of dogs. And it's kind of frustrating because, like, Cause started as um, a, a spay, basically just a spay and neuter organization. Um, not really adopting out animals, just trying to provide like assist financial assistance to fix cats to help control the population, cats and dogs. And so some people show up with like they're clearly unneutered and unspayed breeding dogs. And it's like, oh my gosh, thank you for giving us your money. But also, OMG, can I just cut those testicles off? Please, please. Um, so it's going to be February 13th. Um, they will, it's free to watch. Um, you do have to pay a fee to submit a video, which is actually really cool because you don't even have to be in Louisiana to have your animals be in a Mardi Gras parade. So yay. Um, and I will say that it, for those of you who don't know, each year the for the parade, um, we choose a king and queen and a prince and princess from the adopted dogs and cats from the previous year. And uh, the crew of Mutt's 2019, Pixie, or was it? No, it was 2000. I don't know. We adopted her in 2017. So crew of Mutt's 2018, Sweet Pixie, was our crew of Mutt's princess. Yeah. Yeah. So we got to carry a big picture with her sign saying Princess Pixie. And we got shirts made. Yeah. And she was so cute. She wasn't there, obviously. But no. we were. In spirit. So she's Mardi Gras royalty. Actually, she probably wasn't there in spirit, honestly. No, she probably was like, Who are all these people? Get me away from here. I want back in my box spring. Yeah. Um,. Anything else? Nope, that's it for Jill's Kitty Corner. Um, well, we went pretty long, Jill. Uh, we had a lot to cover. We had two weeks worth. Yeah. Well, um, sorry about not doing one last week. Um, I don't know. It's a big crab pad. I guess Ooh. too tired. Uh, what are you going to say, Jill? Uh, next week will be our Valentine's Day special. Okay. I don't know if it's actually going to be special, but if people want to, um, oh, we didn't do question of the week. Well, do we have one? I don't Not that know. I know of, but okay. I think our listeners should send in um, any questions or stories they have about Valentine's Day or our relationship, I think would be fun to answer. Okay. Well, um, anyways, um, 
Well, let's see. Um, so, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, well, and uh, you can find it on most platforms: Spotify, uh, Google Podcast, uh, Apple Podcast. Uh, most places you can find your podcast. Um, <clears throat> if you want to send a question for the week or any type type of stuff like that, you can find me on various social media platforms, i.e. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, on uh, Instagram, Runnels on Twitter, Jesse underscore Runnels on Facebook, Jesse Runnels. You can also email me at ramblinrunnels at gmail.com, R-A-M-B-L-I-N, runnels at gmail.com. And if you like this episode and you want to support the podcast, you can leave us a review on wherever you find your podcast. So, um, yeah, thanks for listening and uh, goodbye. <laughs>